Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Sights and Sounds, the student spin entertainment podcast where we focus on movies, music, Mona Lisa's, and more. As always, the Student Spin Podcast is a sister media to the Six Mile Post newspaper at Georgia Highlands College in Rome, Georgia. The views in this podcast do not represent those of the Six Mile Post or Georgia Highlands College. On today's podcast, I have the honor of speaking with April Ingram, the programming director for the Rome International Film Festival. Hi there. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, my first question is to anyone interested in growth and communication expertise, like myself, with event planning, um, especially in the arts. But how far is RIF's outreach geographically, and what makes the Rome International Film Festival as big as it is? You know, it's it's such a big task um, as far as outreach, and I know that we we do a pretty good job, I think, of reaching out to, you know, local media outlets such as our, you know, our local newspaper and V3 magazine and things like that. Um, But we also, uh, over the years, have gotten a good bit more attention from more of the uh, Atlanta area, um, which, as you already know, is such a, you know, a huge uh, film hub at this point in time. And I know, you know, this year, I think we're, we're being covered by Variety magazine, which is a huge plus for us. We're very excited about that. Congratulations. Um, That is exciting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we're super stoked. And outreach is something that's difficult to do in in a small area like this. If you can just reach out to somewhere as close as Atlanta, it's within an hour drive or an hour and a half. um, You can get so much outreach. Just Right. Exactly. You know, the majority of our attendance for RIF comes from the Atlanta area and um, Chattanooga and Nashville and Savannah and just places like that, that that do have bigger film community than we do have here in Rome, which ours here in Rome is growing just exponentially. Yeah, absolutely. that's exciting, too. April, what is your role in RIF's execution? My title is programming coordinator. Um, And so what that means is that I basically build our program, which is the the slate of films that we're going to show. Um, I specialize in our shorts programming, which is something that I've always felt just really passionate about. I I just, I love that. I love the fact that somebody can just make a short film with just what they have. They just pour their hearts and souls into it. Yeah. So that's basically what my role as programming coordinator is, is to screen these films and vet them, try to place them accordingly in our schedule. And then I work closely with, uh, you know, with my husband, who is the executive director, Seth. Um, So we, he and I work together on our feature films and just trying to build the schedule so that it's um, something that everybody is going to want to see. And we try to make sure we don't um, you know, we'll have two or three different venues going. So it's it's kind of like a giant jigsaw puzzle. You know, once we have our films, it's like up to he and I to sort of assemble them and and just make them fit just right. Um, so that is, that's what I do as far as programming. Um, and then I also have to be in constant communication with the filmmakers once those films are selected, as far as, you know, making sure they have all of their needs met and print traffic and things like that. And then also just 
just because I am on the executive team, it sort of falls to us and a, a several other people, uh, Micah Pullen and Melissa Rutledge, and um, to make sure that everything runs smoothly during the festival. So that's also a huge job. And I can see why. I mean, it is a lot to handle. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a lot to handle, but it's so important that there is someone that cares, like that they can go to, to put all these things together and to make sure that they're being seen in the right yeah. context too. So yeah. I, I respect that so much, so much. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that's, that's um, one of the things that, uh, um, that I really, I do love so much about the programming aspect of it is that I am in constant communication with our filmmakers and, um, and that I do, you know, I respect their work. I understand it. I've been there, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. uh, and I've been on the, you know, Seth and I've been on the receiving end of having films rejected from film festivals too. So that's always a difficult thing to, yeah. <laughs> to turn somebody away just because you didn't have room or it just didn't work for that year. What is the most exciting part of organizing events for RIF? What's your favorite part of it all? Oh my goodness. Um, you know, probably my favorite part of just being a part of the festival is working so closely with our team. Um, we've got just an, an amazing, amazing team of riffers uh, that, you know, that we just really enjoy working together. We work well together. We communicate well. And it's just sort of like a little family, you know. Um, and then every year, you know, we bring all of these filmmakers and film watchers to riff. And I feel like we just bring them all into the fold, too. We keep up with our filmmakers. So that's you know, making those connections within the industry is what a film festival is really about. And so I think that, you know, just working with my Riff family and then adding new members to that team as we go along each year is extremely exciting and really wonderful for me. So it's very rewarding just to to make those connections and to make friends and to keep those for, for you know, years. It's just wonderful. Absolutely. And that is so, so important that that connection happens mm-hmm. is networking within that industry, like you said, is more than just proposing things and being super business-like to people that you don't know. And it does take that, but the family building part is important because it just grows. You meet more people and you become more friends with people and you work well together on more than one thing. And yeah, that's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever written or directed a film of your own? I heard you say, you and Seth have had <laughs> films rejected on your end as right. well. And are there any that you're currently creating either independently or with Riff as well? Um, so I have not written or directed anything on my own. Um, as you well know, Seth is a he's a he's a writer um, and director and producer. I have found myself producing several of his films just by default. Um, you know, when you're a husband and wife team, you work together on everything um, or it just, it, especially in this industry, if you don't work together on it, then it, it just doesn't work. You kind of have to be a team on that. We are, one of our biggest projects, he did a, a documentary um, several years ago. It was actually kind of our segue into Riff because we had that film in the, the film festival in 2014. So that was a huge project. It was a, a documentary about a local bootlegger 
Um, but it required two years of research and interviews and it was just this just massive undertaking. So I I was producing on that one, just sort of lining things up. And then again, um, he had a short film, Tate's Hell, just a few a few years ago that was a, a really fun project to work on. And we've written some things together that haven't quite come to fruition just yet. Um, and it's kind of one of those, as much as we love Riff, um, we always joke that we are looking forward to a time when we will once again be the directors at the festival instead of the directors of the festival. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, it's more fun to right. be a part of it, actually. <laughs> like where our passion truly lies is, you know, we want, we want to make our own content and our own films. And it's just, it's just difficult to find the time to do that. So no, I, ha- I haven't done anything on my own. Um, maybe one day though, hopefully. That would be okay. really exciting. I would love that. That's it, but you have dabbled. The experience is there. The, the, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Seth Ingram is the division chair of humanities and the film professor at Georgia Highlands College. And a screenwriter and producer and blah, blah, blah. He's got a lot of titles. It's okay. Awesome. I like to brag on him when I can. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished his aesthetics class and I'm in his screenwriting class currently. And my short film, which is a project that you do in there, is a music video. So I'm in the process of putting that together. And even that is something that is submittable to Riff as well. Okay, my final question is, what is your favorite movie genre to screen at these events? Hands down documentary. It's my favorite genre as a whole. I also really love mockumentaries. I don't get a lot of those submitted to me. (laughs) But... (laughs) wish that I did, you know, <laughs> like Parks and Rec is probably my favorite show and just, yeah, yeah. Um, Can you explain the difference between a documentary and a mockumentary? Sure. Um, so a documentary is uh, factually based. Um, it's not scripted. Uh, well, I get I, to a certain extent, it, it can be scripted, but it is, it is based on something tr- on true facts, true stories about real people. A mockumentary is totally scripted. That is not fact-based at all. Um, it's just sort of a fun take on, honestly, just how ridiculous life is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so it's it's just a fun sort of genre to follow. Movies like Best in Show and uh, things like that uh, would fall into that category of a mockumentary. But they, they are typically just fun pokes at what could be reality we're all ridiculous. So it's, it's just fun to kind of watch something just completely just making fun of a specific part of life. Uh, so. Yeah, like absolutely. And it's so, again, I keep saying that things are important, but it is, it's important it is. that we have both of those, like the documentary <laughs> and the mockumentary and that people know the art of it. I think I've always, I've always gravitated toward documentaries. That's my favorite thing to to screen when when I'm watching films for Riff. I always look out for really interesting documentaries, and hopefully some that pertain to this area. And in fact, our opening night film this year is a documentary. It's called um, Her Name Was Hester. It was um, locally produced um, here in here in Rome, and it's sort of touches on areas of racism in the South and um, slave ownership. And it's, it's just, wow. just a really hard documentary um, to watch. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll get a, get a good crowd for that on, on opening night this year. And I think my 
final question is just to ask you to give us a riff rundown. Like what's our next event? I know that Halloween is screening on October 15th, which is Saturday. So that one's going to be really exciting. We're having it at Kingston Downs, um, which is a beautiful place to to screen under the stars. I mean, it starts at six o'clock. Um, we're going to have food trucks. We're going to have live music and it's not a drive-in. So, you know, just make sure to bring chairs and blankets. Good looking out. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much. Uh, you are quite welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to seeing all the students at Kingston Downs this Saturday. I've loved having you on Sights and Sounds. I hope you have a really good day. Thanks, Layla. You too.